Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. On today's podcast, we are talking about list segmentation. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 72. Today we're going to dig into list segmentation. What does that mean? Why is it important for your business and how you can do it effectively? Because it is one of those things that if you get it right, it can be extremely valuable for your business. Heather Porter is coming in all the way from sunny or maybe not so sunny, cool Sydney. Hey, H. You got the cool part right. <laughs> Hi. So, hey uh, so we've had a week off because you have been moving your establishment, your house. Yes, I have. I've gone through one of those tremendous stressful life moments called moving. <laughs> Yay. So, uh, so that's why we, uh, we missed a week last week because you were, your, you were head high in boxes trying to I find was. your microphone and your computer, right? That's exactly right, and the internet connection. So here I am in my new place, and I am in my cool new, I call it the industrial office, a.k.a. garage. Oh, yes. <laughs> we all love a garage. Sometimes. Garage offices are great. They are so good. Go. They are good depending on certain aspects. Like if it's too yeah. hot or too cold, that could not be a good thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, tell me what's been going on. What, what have you learned this week? Yeah, so look, we were just finishing setting up a website for um, a client of ours, and we've set up their shopping cart using WooCommerce. We've talked about WooCommerce before. It's a free plugin, and it's it's really for WordPress, of course, and it, it allows you to have a shopping cart, which is basically where you have a load of items, and you can click Add to Cart, Add to Cart, Checkout. Now, what we have set up, which I, I learned as well, is this there's this thing called groups that you can also set up with WooCommerce. And what it allows you to do is set up, say, like a VIP group and then assign that to either all of your products or certain products. So if somebody buys a product, they're automatically given access to a VIP area of your site or VIP access, I suppose. Mm. So what does that mean? It's really, really cool. It means that um, you can entice people to buy stuff on your in your shopping cart in exchange for getting access to private area of your site. So you could say, spend $10 with us. So you'd basically put, uh, assign all the $10 products and more, this group, spend $10 with us and also get access to our special VIP area where you get cheat sheets and video tutorials and things like that. Really cool, easy thing to install if you're a WooCommerce person. That sort of fits in with our segmentation topic today too. <laughs> Yes, it does. <laughs> so, so that was one of the the many things. And I um, also did a really cool little mentoring chat for the Entourage, which is an incredible organization here in Australia, which uh, basically is helping to grow small businesses across Australia. They do these amazing events, and I pop in every now and again and give my words of wisdom. So that was quite good as well. Splendid. Love what about it. you? You know, I have just gone through over here. They had the WWDC, that's not the uh, Wrestling Federation, it's the Worldwide Developer Conference that Apple puts on. And this is where Apple, you know, talk about all their latest updates and gizmos and gadgets. And uh, one of the things that they were doing, which I thought is going to be pretty cool, you know, we've spoken about images and how important they are. 
yeah. in our whole world. But um, they have just revamped the Photos app for their iOS 8, so the next version of their iOS platform. And they're basically having some smart editing tools that are going to sync all your edits across all devices. So if you're on your phone and you want to edit, you know, put some filters over the top or create a create an image, put some uh, cool things on your images, it's going to sync it all through the cloud to wherever else you have that image as well. So if you've got the images on your iPad, when you mm-hmm. create that new image, it's going to automatically update it and sync it, which is going to be pretty cool. So I just think that cloud technology is going to, is going to be massive for us. Mm. It already is massive, but I think it's going to be even bigger because um, devices can only get smaller if they've got no memory chips in them. All this memory stuff is going to be stored on the cloud. So I think uh, we're going to see some really fascinating ways to be using cloud coming up. You know, there's things like Whispered Sync technology, which is Amazon's uh, technology that lets you read a book on your Kindle and then pick up exactly where you left off on another device. And that's all cloud-based sort of stuff. So there's some going to be pretty cool stuff coming up and Apple are just jumping into this cloud stuff right now. So that's what I learned this week. Nice. And now you were, were you recording something as well? Videos? <laughs> Was I recording some videos? I think you're, are you still doing the TV show thing? Or oh, in, yeah, in, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of a secret you can't talk about yet? <laughs> um, no, we're, yeah, we're still doing that. We did that the other day. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We're recording a show. Uh, we call the show Slump Busters. And uh, it's all about businesses that are going through seasonal changes. You know, there's businesses where, where I am in the desert right now. It's uh, coming into summer and everyone disappears because it's too hot. Except me, no. But there are there are businesses that still need to run through the summer, and there's businesses all over the world that suffer seasonal challenges. So we do a little a little a TV show for people that are in seasonal communities where they can we help them sort of get themselves ready for the low season, so they can really make sure that they're not dropping the ball and losing all their cash. That's cool. Is it available yet for anybody to check out, or is it, uh, still- it not yet? We're putting a couple of these. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of pilots together. But I will share the link with you as soon as I can, actually. I'll do Good. that. Good. Yes, please. And I know all of us would like to see that because that's an interesting topic. And yeah, um, yeah I like that. So list segmentation. So yeah. this is really ultimately about having a conversation online. It is about giving the people that come to your business online the information that they want rather than blanket information. It is incredibly powerful, as Andrew said. We love it. We're, we're working it into our business more and helping others do the same. So what, what is it, I guess? What is list segmentation? So I guess the best way to talk about it is this. Most of us have an opt-in form on our website and we're giving away either a newsletter, an ebook, a cheat sheet or video. I mean, we, we've given you guys loads of um, information. You actually should listen to our party starter episode because we'll give you ideas of what to give away. But you're giving that away and that's one item. And then most businesses, if they do that, If they're lucky, they'll do the autoresponder emails that follow up, and that's about it. And that's, again, one topic, one series of emails, and that's it. So what everybody's missing when you're not going further than that is the actual deeper-level conversations of specific topics within what your business does. Because if you can get that specific, imagine how powerful it would be to actually, you'd really almost be inside the head of the person reading your email, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's getting more and more intelligent too. You know, websites are becoming more and more intelligent. I think that if you can start to segment your lists from now, you're going to start finding some pretty amazing results. Absolutely. So let's start with, I guess, 
how, what you need, what sort of systems or tools you need to do something like this. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. my favorite, and we, we work in two systems. Bigger level system that we use is Office Autopilot, currently being rebranded to Entreport. That's what we use. Um, but there's another big system out there called Infusionsoft that a lot of people use. It's a very similar system. That's the top level system that allows you to do segmentation very easily because it comes with rules. So essentially, if you send out an email, you can set up a rule that says if somebody clicks on the link in this email, then add them into this group over here. So if you, you for example, have an email that's talking about, let's use personal training as our example, I guess, for this show because it's easy. So you have a, an email that's going out and it's saying, hey, guys, you know, this is an amazing article I just wrote on how to build muscle. Now, some people would love that topic and they're going to click on that link. So then what you would do is set up a rule that says, if they click on that link, add them to a new group called the muscle builders, mm-hmm. you know, and so suddenly you have this new group formulating that's on the side from your main list. So Office Autopilot Infusionsoft have these rules that are beautiful to allow you to do that. So as you grow as a business and you look at doing segmentation, I highly recommend that you go to rule-based sort of program. So when you say rules, just so people mm-hmm. understand, um, it's essentially like an if this happens, then do this basically, Correct. right? So yeah. if, if one thing occurs, then you need to do something. And if nothing occurs, then do something else. So if you can think about the rules being if something happens, then something else needs to happen. So if somebody clicks on my link, then do this. If somebody opens my email, then do this. So you can really segment according to the topics that you're creating. Exactly. And and so suddenly you, on autopilot, you're having, when you send out an email, things happening behind the scenes. And then the next time you go into your email platform, you can see, okay, cool. So I have a muscle builder group of, you know, a hundred people. I have um, people that are interested in food. I have 50 of those. And I only have 10 that are interested in weight loss. How interesting, you know, my list really, I should be talking more about food and weight loss than, you know, weight loss or uh, food and, and muscle building. So so that's that's the bigger picture. Now there are other platforms. The other one we use that's lower level is MailChimp. There's Aweber, there's constant contact, there's loads of them as well. But MailChimp, I'll just use that as an example. So it's it's built where you have lists. So essentially you can set up an unlimited amount of lists and you can have people go into those lists from um, either manually entering them or from what's called web forms. Uh-huh. So you can stick these little sign-up forms anywhere you want online on your website and direct people to them. But what it doesn't have is that whole rule thing. So you still can segment. Absolutely. You can do that through forms in different pages of your site, which we'll talk about, about in a second. But um, the only thing you can't really do is is actually have people, when they click on a link, go from this email list to another email list. You have to do it more creatively. Now, the difference between MailChimp and Auto, Office Autopilot or Entreport mm-hmm. is about $350, right? <laughs> yeah. Per, I month, think what it, per month. It's about, if you have sort of a list of a 1000 or so in MailChimp, you're paying about $20 a month. Mm-hmm. And then Entreport is around 300 a month. So it is a Big difference. So that's why you want to get a bigger list and actually be monetizing and making money from that list online before you consider going from point A to point B and getting bigger systems. So give us a quick um, rundown of what are, what are some of the things that we spoke about, uh, the, the fitness, you know, the diet and the muscles and that sort of stuff. What, yes. are, what other things could you segment? Um, what sort of criteria could you segment, do you think? 
The way I look at it is that you first want to start at the end and work backwards. So you're thinking about what is the signature product or service that your business is offering. And you want to then break that apart into different topics that you will teach or the person will get from you if they sign up for that product or service. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you're a personal trainer, maybe your signature program is a six-week weight loss program or six-week training program. And you basically, um, as part of that, you know, you get um, a, an ebook, you get one-on-one sessions, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you might be teaching uh, how to lose weight, how to eat better, how to build muscle, um, posture techniques. Like that could even be something you teach. Yeah, um, right. How to breathe properly, how to meditate. All the different topics that you would include in what you do with the client, those are different topics that you could then segment your list into. Uh, what, what about what about? I tell you, one of my biggest pet hates is if I am, <laughs> if I'm on somebody's list and I've purchased their product, yeah, I've bought their product, okay, and it doesn't matter what price it is, um, but I've bought their product and then they send me an email a day or two or a week later, um, trying to get me to buy the product, and I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> yeah. I've already bought your product. Now this is this is a perfect yes. example of segmentation, right? It's like it's great. get me out of your prospect list. And put me into your customer list because I've already purchased it. Don't try and sell it to me again. I'm going to get annoyed. That's such a good point. So when you when people are actually starting to monetize their list online, just like that, that is so important to move into bigger systems. Where what happens is it says, if somebody buys this particular program, remove them from my prospect list and put them into my buyer's list. So then you no longer promote to them. Yeah, and then one one other one I want to bring up is, and we're 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 going through this process right now, is our inactive subscribers. You know, we've had people on our list for a number of years. Yeah. Um, some of them they either you know they might lose their email address or they may just be busy and they don't read stuff. Um, so we you know we're putting a process together to find out. We don't want to write them off completely, but we mm. want to have an inactive list. So it's like okay, we've got a list of X amount of people. Um, maybe it would be beneficial for us to have. A smaller list that have a better open rate, yes. Rather than a massive list with a small open rate, and I'm talking a small open rate of five to ten percent. I'd rather have a smaller list with an open rate of thirty to forty, fifty percent, which yes. means at least half my list is getting to see what's going on. Um, and then I'm keeping those up to date, and I'm getting rid of not getting rid of completely, but segmenting the right people into my list. So have a think about how you can get rid of inactive subscribers as well. And that's exactly what we've been doing. And, and you're right. Like suddenly we we had a lower open rate for our entire list. But as we're starting to segment for specific topics and then we're sending out content, you know, valuable content based just covering those specific topics to the people that want them. Mm-hmm. We're getting we are getting sort of what, 40 percent, I think yeah, it was. open rates. amazing. Yeah, we're blown away. We're amazed. And so this stuff really, really does work. And why wouldn't it, if you think about it, you're giving people the exact thing micro chunked down to the exact topic that they want to learn instead of a big, bigger picture. Like for us, online marketing would be the big, big picture, but chunking way down, we could even go as low as how to set up a WordPress website and then just give content around there. Mm -hmm. So that, I guess that's the, those are some ideas. Um, another way to segment, so we've talked about specifically rules, but that's not going to apply to a lot of you. You probably have lower end, you know, or smaller email platforms. What you can do is use forms, like I said before, web forms. So the best way to think of this is you think about, again, <clears throat> excuse me, the topics that are in your signature product or service. And then you start to create content based on each of those topics. Mm-hmm. And if, say, you're writing a blog post on um, what to eat, for example – 
you would then have an opt-in form at the bottom of that blog post that says, do you like what you see? We'd love to give you our free um, recipe book. Go ahead and enter your details here. So now suddenly you have just that form that appears on your website just to any of the categories around food. So you're now, when people are reading about food, they're going straight into your food list from there if they sign in. And you can even like if you want to guys want to get really fancy, you can hire a web developer and you can say to the web developer, look, I have 10 different lists, 10 different forms. And can you please assign or make that form for this specific topic pop up automatically underneath my blog post that I tag to this category on food? Uh So it can be automated for you. So if you literally get smart enough to go, these are my 10 topics, this is what I'm always going to write on, here's my 10 opt-in forms and my 10 lists, then you can actually kind of, you know, put that more automated. That's a pretty fancy thing to do. It is fancy and it is worth it. Yeah, really. (laughs) Love it. To be thinking. So oftentimes we see like underneath the blog post, right, it says, do you like what you see, get more of this? Mm -hmm. And then it just puts people into a newsletter. In this case, it's putting people into a segmented list instead. Uh Awesome. Awesome. So that's where you do it. Social media as well. Same thing. You might have a series of landing pages, 10 different landing pages using a tool like lead pages, which we love, where you can easily build little mini web pages that get people to opt into these 10 particular topics that you have. So if you're tweeting, you might say, hey, I just released my cool recipe book. You want to check it out? Come on over here. And then people go to that same landing page, same list, same recipe book that you already have on your blogs into that same food list. So you can use it in that way as well. You could do that with lead boxes as well, actually. That's you don't, right. You don't even yeah, yeah. need to have landing pages. Lead boxes is same same company as lead pages. And basically mm. you put a you put a link there and when they click on the link, a little box pops open, they enter their details, you're done. So have yeah. a look at lead boxes that could be an option for you too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as always, guys, if you want to know more about lead pages, lead boxes, where to go, you can just go to our show notes, which are on autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. And then you just pop on over to this episode. What are we on? 72? 72. 72. And in there, you'll have the links. So you can just go to the website and click from there straight into these amazing resources that we love and use in our business as well. Absolutely. Yes. I was just muting my microphone because I have some noisy backgrounds. <laughs> Yes, Andrew is a father and Andrew has a couple little boys where, you know, those of you with children, when you tend to do something important, such as the phone or podcasting or video making, that is the moment when they tend to appear. (laughs) You know what, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a funny side note. So my youngest one, he's two and a half. For some reason, he gets freaked out when the sprinklers come on. And I know I can see at the window, they've just come on and he was trapped between the fence and the sprinklers. So he was was having a freak out. So uh, my apologies for the screaming in the background. (laughs) Nobody nobody died through this uh, creation of this podcast. (laughs) It's great. So I guess for me, I'd like to just leave you guys with this to think about work backwards, go with the main product or service that you are selling in your business break it into content uh, chunks or, or topics, and then think about those as lists, email lists, yeah. and then start to develop out content for each of those lists that you can actually create different lead funnels for. So you're actually doing autoresponders once somebody comes into that particular list that's separate to that. And the best way to look at this so you cut the overwhelm is one by one. I mean, you could be working on this over the next year, two years, but just start on it. You know, take, yep. take your main list and think, okay, what could be the first topic that I could actually start to work on over the next month? 
Love it. Love a short, short podcast, punchy, short to the point. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, where can people find out more about our resources? Yeah, you know, actually, um, aybpodcast.com, if you pop over there, we have a really cool resource guide. This is basically all the tools that we use in our business for automation. And it, it, how many pages? It's, it's good. It's a good guide, guys. It has a lot of good stuff in it. I put a lot of, I put a lot of work in that one. <laughs> it's a good one. So aybpodcast.com is where you find that. And um, as always, you can pop on over autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast, and that's where you're going to get our show notes, transcriptions, so you can um, basically download PDFs of our shows and, and have them with you to read more about what we're talking about if you prefer to read and all sorts of other cool little things. So pop on over there as well. Now, if you are listening to us on iTunes, please leave us a review. Leave us some stars, five, and um, <laughs> <That's> uh, <naughty. laughs> leave, leave us a review if you're listening to us on Stitcher or Podomatic, Spreaker or iHeartRadio, any of those. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you as well. So that was good. H, I love it. Short, short, sharp, and to the point. Oftentimes, the most powerful things in your business are simple. Yes. All right. Well, good to catch up with you. I'm glad you've moved into your house nicely. (laughs) And um, I'll look forward to seeing you next week, speaking to you next week. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks, guys, for tuning in once again. Talk soon. Okay, bye. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts and cannot fasten. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.